Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Thursday, November 16th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today, we're taking a deep dive into Detroit's digital divide. But first, the headlines. On Tuesday, a gunman killed four people in Northern California. The suspected shooter tried to enter the Rancho Tehama Elementary School before firing at random people in the streets outside. Police said a speedy lockdown at the school almost certainly prevented more deaths. The shooter was killed by police. The Republican National Committee is pulling its support for GOP Senate candidate Roy Moore after five women came forward to accuse Moore of sexual misconduct. All of the women said they were teenagers when Moore, then in his 30s as an assistant district attorney in Alabama, pursued them. Senate Republicans are merging their fight over health care with their efforts to cut taxes. They've decided to include in their tax rewrite a repeal of the Affordable Care Act's requirement that most people have health insurance. On Tuesday, Republicans also revealed that all of their tax cuts for individuals would expire at the end of 2025, while their deep cut into the corporate tax rate would remain permanent. And a clear majority of Australians, 61.6%, have endorsed the legalization of same-sex marriage. Liberal Senator Dean Smith is set to introduce a marriage equality bill following the results of the country's mail-in vote. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. In Detroit, access to high-speed internet is as divided as the neighborhoods themselves. 40% of the city has no connection at all, so local residents have taken things into their own hands. The Equitable Internet Initiative is a grassroots organization working to build internet access, infrastructure, and a healthy digital ecosystem in Detroit, and to close the city's striking digital divide. Our Equitable Internet Initiative can't stop at everyone needs a connection. Everyone needs to have a high-speed connection, or else we're going to create a digital class system. Communication is a fundamental human right. Vice went to Detroit to report on the project. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao talking with producer Laura Hines about her doc on the state of the Internet in Detroit. So Detroit is one of the least connected cities in the country when it comes to the internet. Why is that? They have problems with internet connectivity in Detroit for two main reasons. One is that just because there's a lot of foreclosure and people have moved out, there's a lot of neighborhoods that aren't that dense. So internet companies just won't turn on the broadband fiber that goes through those neighborhoods. And the other factor is just affordability because internet is a business and you have people setting prices and it's not considered a utility, you have people who can't afford to pay 
$80 a month for like a basic internet connection. So you were just in Detroit looking at people who are actually building internet. Tell me what that is. There's this group called Allied Media, and it's partnering with a bunch of other organizations for the Equitable Internet Initiative. And they're all working together to build these wireless internet and intranet networks from the ground up that are tailor-made for their communities. Are they working around the companies or with them? They're buying all their wireless equipment wholesale, and they're renting an ISP connection from downtown, which I think they've negotiated a bunch of terms with, like in terms of privacy and cost and stuff like that. Um, And then they're setting up like these routers and antennas on all these different rooftops around the city. Um, So the amazing part of this program is that they have, so because it is centered within the communities and it is the communities that are deciding who gets the internet and how they build it, you see all these younger people mapping out lines of sight and talking to community members and like really building an infrastructure that's like tailor built for where they live. Do you did you see what kind of differences there were in those communities that suddenly had more access to internet? So we went to three neighborhoods. There's only three neighborhoods that are building right now and they're all at different stages. And they're all different populations of people. So the two neighborhoods that had the most success were called North End and Island View. And they've actually started setting up routers on like 12 homes in each of the neighborhoods. And they're getting a lot of community interest. Um, The third neighborhood hasn't started installing yet, but it's a very densely populated neighborhood. And it's a lot of immigrants. So one of their big interests in networks like these is to be able to control their privacy more, which I thought was really cool. So what does it actually look like when people are building internet networks? They said it's it's actually taken them a couple years, and the most complicated part has been community outreach. And so just now they're getting to the point where they can actually install tech. So I think they took a few months to install like these, like the big infrastructure, like the the receivers and the antennas on the highest buildings in each network. Now they have the digital stewards, which are the people in each community who are reaching out to residents and actually installing in houses. Um, so we went on one install, um, and they, ha- they have a lot of paperwork that they do ahead of time. They, ha- like, they draw out each house and like kind of do some pre-planning as to where they're going to put like the router and the, and the receiving dish that they put on the outside of the house. And then they get in a truck and they have all their stuff and they arrive at the house and they have this, they walk around with the receiver and they find the best place to put it based on the signal they're getting. And then they just, you know, (laughs) install this internet dish that they put on the outside. They finish all their own cables. They do all the cabling and the grounding and it's kind of nuts. And these are people who had no tech background. A lot of them were like, I used Facebook before this. Now I'm configuring, you know, like <laughs> like devices and routers, and, <laughs> and it's really cool. So what happens when you have half of the city that has 1,000 megabits per second, and then the, the people with the least resources only have 10? To watch the full doc on Detroit's digital divide, go to motherboard.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. 
And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.